Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. When storms battered California last month, the streets of Planada became rivers, hundreds of homes flooded, and the whole town was evacuated. Now people in this rural Central Valley community are trying to put their lives back together. But as KQED's Vanessa Rancaño reports, many undocumented residents are struggling to access assistance. A note that we're only using first names for the undocumented people in this story to protect their privacy. Husband and wife Rufino and Esmeralda came to Planada 15 years ago in search of better opportunities. They worked in the local fields, almonds, grapes, figs, tomatoes. They saved up to start a small business selling popsicles and snacks. The flood took out everything, their livelihood and much of their home. Rufino stands in his driveway, assessing the mold starting to grow on the still damp seats of his ice cream truck. He says the water destroyed five commercial freezers full of merchandise, plus the truck, around $23,000 in damage. Inside the house, Esmeralda points out cabinet drawers warped from the water. For now, Rufino and Esmeralda have moved into an apartment at a migrant farmworker housing complex on the edge of the town. They're among 40 families temporarily relocated there. Like many other undocumented immigrants in Planada, they still haven't gotten significant financial help. Overall, early estimates showed nearly a quarter of the homes here were impacted. All day, people drive down the main street in trucks loaded with beds, sofas, refrigerators. They unload everything into dumpsters lining the road. All these dumpsters have people's lives in it. From the sidewalk, longtime resident Alicia Rodriguez looks on. The losses are especially painful for a community where the poverty rate is almost three times the state's. Rodriguez is one of the local volunteers collecting and distributing donations. Clothes, socks, shoes. She's running a makeshift resource center out of a vacant commercial space. Air mattresses for those that are sleeping on the floor. We're going to be doing microwaves. But the big help, the kind that will rebuild a damaged home and replace its contents, that's left to private insurance or federal disaster assistance from FEMA. And Rodriguez says many residents here can't turn to either. They're slipping through the cracks. Because to get help from FEMA, you need a social security number. And local leaders estimate as many as half of residents in Planada are undocumented. What I see here is that a lot of them are not going to probably get the FEMA because they're not applying. 
Down the street from Rodriguez's donation center, a weary-looking mechanic named Eduardo is crouched beside a car, changing a tire. The house he rents with his wife and five kids is half a block from here, in the epicenter of the destruction. During the flood, the water was almost waist-high in his house. His family just bought new furniture and appliances six months ago. They don't have insurance. Eduardo's heard FEMA can help cover these losses, but he figures he's not eligible because he's undocumented. Federal and local officials say undocumented residents can get help as long as someone in the home has a valid social security number. In Eduardo's case, he could apply through his U.S.-born kids. So we strongly encourage those individuals to take advantage of the opportunity and come open a claim. Sharon Wardale Trejo is a spokesperson for the county who's been trying to get that message out. In the first two days after FEMA opened a recovery center in Planada, she says a total of 45 households filed claims. She sees that as progress. So we're seeing an incremental increase as probably the word gets out there that, hey, you know what, it was okay, and they were able to help me. But for some, that help is out of reach. In what's left of Rufino and Esmeralda's living room, they point out their son's high school diploma, one precious possession the floodwaters spared. He's a freshman at UC Berkeley in many ways, living out the promise that brought them to this country. But their American-born son can't help them here. Because he's no longer at home, they can't use his social security number to apply for aid. Rufino says he's the reason they want support, to help him get ahead. They tried multiple times to get help from FEMA and the Small Business Administration, but got turned away. For those of us who don't have papers, there's no assistance, Rufino says. If they can't get aid, he says, they'll have no choice but to go back to working in the fields. They'll keep looking for help. They were told to turn to charitable organizations. But so far, he says, all they've gotten is a $250 gift card. That was KQED's Vanessa Rancaño reporting from Planada. She joins me now. Vanessa, are officials working on this issue, and what are they saying? I talked to Rodrigo Espinosa. He's the county supervisor who represents Planada. And he said this is something he is really worried about. And it's going to come down to philanthropic money. So he's been trying to use his influence to secure more of that. I also talked to folks in Senator Esmeralda Soria's office, and they told me the same thing. They've leaned on companies like Lowe's and Pepsi and Walgreens to get things like gift cards or basic supplies out. And what's next for people like Eduardo Rufino and Esmeralda? In Eduardo's case, if he does file a claim with FEMA through one of his kids, an inspector will go out to the house and assess the damage and get back to him about what kind of help is available. Both of these families are staying in migrant farm worker housing temporarily while their landlords work on fixing the damage to their homes. But it's not clear how long that's going to take. That was Vanessa Rancaño with KQED News. Thanks, Vanessa. Thank you. And 
And that's the California Report for Monday, February 6th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Support for the California Report comes from the California Healthcare Foundation, listening to Black Californians, a new study on how the healthcare system undermines their pursuit of good health, on the web at chcf.org lbca. Paint Care, now with 846 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hi there, I'm Randa Fettah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.